To Saints Big Footy podcast. Uh, my name's Peter, and joining me is Neil. How are you going, Neil? I'm going well, Peter. How about yourself? Not too bad. And uh, this is part, podcast 21. I should have said it in the intro. Ah, oh, well. Yes. Uh, yep. We're going to be talking uh, best and fairest news from yep. uh, a couple weeks ago, and also all the trade rumours that are going on at the moment. Which, of course, there are a lot. Yes. If you read, there are a lot. Uh, yep, lot to take in, and we'll see how we go. Okay, yes. let's start with the uh, best and fairest. Um, to win another uh, one for Seb Ross. Seb Ross did well, two two-time best and fairest winner. Yes. Yep. Um, the, uh, the criticism on the big footy site was a bit unfair because I thought he was going to be up there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think he was in. I had him even third or fourth and, and probably should have looked at his last few games when he played particularly well. And that's where he got his votes from. Exactly. And I think the same for the Brownlow votes, that I think Billings was in front after his early form and then yes. Ross, Ross caught him and passed him at the end. And I think, I think Rowan Marshall getting seven votes in pretty much his first year. Not a bad effort. Yeah, it's a good effort because it always takes you know, a good season or so for umpires to recognise players. Yes. Uh, well, Jason Blake, how many games did he play before he got a vote? Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> and I remember against Sydney, he played a, a tagging role on Adam Goods, but he, he not only did he stop Adam Goods, but he got over 20 possessions, he kicked three goals and and nothing. And I'm thinking, yeah. you know, uh, sometimes the umpires, I do think, play favourites. Oh, yes. Uh, I think if you've got, an, a, you know, a big name like uh, Ablett Gary or Ablett. Ray Walt or, you know, those sorts of players, uh, you don't have to do as much to get votes as less no. players. And, you know, they'll, they'll run in to say, uh, free kick Gary, like, you know, yeah. on this angle. And and when they don't, it's like, player 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, I think with, um, I really think they should look at the Brownlow about the umpires giving votes because they have enough on their minds during the game and yes. they're all, there's three of them, and they're all covering different areas and stuff. So they're watching behind the play stuff and all that sort of thing. So they might not see a lot of good work done no. by Woody. And do they have access to statistics, or is it just through them in a room going, well, who, who are we giving the three votes to? Uh, well, I always thought it was just you know, after they came off, they had a, a chat and then decided to give the votes to But I don't know whether that's changed and whether they do get the stats now. It does seem to be no. really well, 
um, uh, Lynn was saying that the umpire, the female umpire that umpired us against Fremantle, and, and she said, you know, love the thought that, you know, that women can do everything, but, you know, this person was so biased towards yeah. a Western Australian team that um, if they ran a book, I'd say, well, she's umpired West Coast versus Saints. A West Coast player will get three votes, not a problem. She'll, she'll yeah. um, be pushing. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think they need to look back and say you're over-favouring one particular team. You need to go back and have a look. And as we said in the past, that Lee Fisher, he will, you know, Saints players have to earn their free kicks because he doesn't want to be seen as an ex-Saints player favouring his team. Yeah, he sort of, he probably goes the other way where he is so desperate to show that he doesn't favour St Kilda that he probably goes actually against St Kilda. But it's hard to judge, really. Yep. And it's not, a, not an easy job. I, I couldn't do it. No. No. But, um, yes, he's, he's, um, uh, he did well. Like, he, he scored most Brownlow votes and yep. um, was the best in Sarah. So, as you said, the big footy people that were sort of, you know, just having a little bit of a go, you know, he's backed it up in the Brownlow. So, he yep. was the same player for the year. And yeah. uh, I, I know Rowan Marshall might have been disappointed, but I think he took home every other um, award that was going pretty much. Yeah, and he came second. And I think there was only – was it one vote between them? I, I, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, and going on scurrilous rumours, um, there was a suggestion that Josh Bruce finished eighth because um, – the Saints are looking at trading him. If uh, he's top ten out of the fairest, he's worth his value. Yeah, that's just silly. I mean, you picked Josh Bruce in your top ten anyway, didn't you, before the – I had him in pick eight. So, yeah. yeah, I thought on his form for the year, you know, like contested marks and things, he, he's played his position well enough that he should get votes from the coaches. Yep. Well, I nearly put it in. I, I went for memory, just yes. on the toss of a coin between the two. So, uh, well, memory was our top goal kick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing that just swayed me. I, I didn't really think I could put both of them in the top ten, although I probably could have. No, oh no, no, I don't think our forward line, and that's a result of our midfield. I don't think they got a lot of good delivery. So, um, you know, there, there wasn't. Like and, and the fact we only keep ten goals a game for you know most of the season, yep. so it's hard to put a forward in in the top ten if, if you're only kicking ten goals a game, and that's your job to kick goals. Yes, yes, and if we've um, like entries into the fifty have been running around fifty a game, so um, we're kicking a goal for every five entries into our 50. And that's said, a lot of it cool. the, the disposal of the mids bring the ball into the 50 yes. and possibly yes. the the game plan that Richo had, which uh, just seemed to be bomb along. 
it seemed to be what they were doing all the time. Yes, it was. Um, I haven't got my book here to see who I picked. Um, do we have defenders in the top? Like I, I thought Battle should have got, got a, a position, but he didn't. Yeah, I look. I I had battle at six, and he was also my roughie to to um may, maybe even get up and win. So I was a bit surprised yeah. he didn't get the top ten. No, so um, well they do say the brown loads a midfielder's medal. Yeah, um, I don't know how many five one might, but I think Brody Grundy got twenty six votes, and that's probably the closest that a ruckman forward backman's got to win, to winning. Because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you go back the last 10, 20 years, can you think of anyone other than a midfielder? Yeah, I can't. No, uh, I can't think of any. Uh, See, I'm going back to, right back was to it 80, Tony Lockett. Yes, 87, yeah. Tony Lockett won. Yeah. He shared the award, but that's that's about it, I think. Oh, after we finish the podcast, I'll go and look and probably be wrong, but I, I think it's generally the midfielders get it yeah. because they're with the umpires. They're the ones they see all the time. Um, and I, I think... Probably, if a forward's going to win it, they're going to have to kick 120, 130 goals. Yes, definitely. And uh, backmen don't stand a chance, basically. No. Like, um, yeah, I'm um, thinking that uh, if you've got some guy who has kicked a bag, like Kennedy for West Coast, like, you know, he might kick a bag of goals. And then if he came up, and Brown was playing on him the next week, and he keeps him to one or two goals. To me, that's uh, that's a really good game, and probably should get votes. It would never happen, but um, no. the fact that you know this forward who's kicked lots of goals has been held um, rewarded. So that gets back to you thinking, well, you know, let's take the pressure off the umpires. Let's let's appoint a panel who can. Um, go through the games, watch all the video, check all the stats. And, yeah, um, I do remember reading someone got eight kicks and they got a Brownlow vote. Oh, uh, I think it was Dawson Simpson. He had 32 tap outs, a couple of contested possessions. He kicked the goal, eight possessions. He got one vote. And then they um, they looked at all the other players during that game who played well, like a better game than he did, but he, he, he would be banking that one, saying, check out, round of vote. you just got to look at, um, at Richmond, um, Dylan Grimes, who uh, stood up after Rance did his knee and was out for the season, and Dylan yeah. Grimes took the key spot that Rance used to take and rarely yeah. got beaten, had a fantastic year, and I think he got one vote in the Brownlow. Yes, yeah. Defender, forwards, forget it. Midfielders, where you go? They're everything. Mid- speaking of midfielders, um, I, I'm hoping that Acres isn't part of the trade deal with Fremantle, because um, I think if Brett and Ratton plays him where he's supposed to play, I think we might see a 
different person. And you just know if he does go to another club that he's going to be the star we all thought he was going to be. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I know I'm mixing best and fairest up with, like, trades, but, yeah, I, I just right. think that... Straight on to trades now, I think. Yep. So what have you heard with trades? Uh, well, from what I've heard of players leaving, uh, it yep. seems to be Bruce and Stephen seem to be yep. definitely knowing. Yeah. But uh, Carlisle was looking to be leaving. Well, yes. He was leaving, but that seems to have changed for some reason. Yes. I don't I don't know how they find out this stuff. I mean, I was looking all over the Saints site and all over the AFL site, no mention of Carlisle or even um, Stephen anywhere. So I, I, I think, think I read it on Bigfooty and, and it was like a suggestion that someone in the know had uh, said that he was being shopped around. So, um, you know, it's like... <sighs> a team that may have finished ninth or 10th who's looking at taking that next step. Then you've got, um, I think he was All-Australian one one time, uh, a guy who takes a lot of intercept marks and could could be the general in your back back line. Yeah. A player player we need, but that's never stopped us in the past. Yeah. I I don't see the point in getting rid of him because – we need him in our team, basically. So, yes. Uh, one I read recently was Nunes. Oh yes, that he was unhappy with the way, like, or the position he was playing, or he just wasn't happy with the way that the club were working him, and he so he's looking to go to a different team to re-establish himself. Yes, I've heard that too. Um, he is. Still out of contract um, because uh, yeah. I think we offered him like a two-year deal or something, but he, he as you said, he, he wasn't particularly happy being there. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we ship him off to someone for like a fourth-round pick or something. I don't think we'll get much for him. Yeah, it'd be nice to think he's like a second-round draft choice, even a yeah. future second-round draft choice. You'd take that and run, but... No, I don't think unless it's part of a um, Kelly goes to Fremantle, Hill comes to us, and and we send Nunes to the Bulldogs or something like this. Um, yeah, you know, a three or a four way trade. Um, yeah. And Bruce, I think he had more years and money, more money that that was offered yeah. by the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, although. Big. Big jump in his salary if he goes to the Bulldogs. Yeah. And he has to look after his family, so I understand it. Um, yep. I know Bigfoot is not the be-all and end-all, but there were people that were saying, we know what we've got with Bruce. He's reached his potential. He's not going to be much better than what he is now. And I'm thinking, well, he kicked 50 goals in a year one year when Nick was off injured and yep. um, I think with the Bulldogs midfield feeding him, he may do so again. Yeah, I'd say so. Preferably he doesn't win. 10 goals against us when he plays us. But, um, <laughs> yes, although I think they, I read where 
Alex Keith from The Crows yep. have nominated the Bulldogs. Yeah. So um, if they've got Shaq, Norton and Keith, they've got a, a fair few tall players. So um, it, I wouldn't mind if Bruce got to stay, but if he goes, then I reckon he's at least worth pick 12. Yeah, I think so. You don't get forwards who can monster, like, like take a big contested mark, and his goal kicking was better this year than it was in previous years. Um, yes, so I think pick 12. Do we um, give up pick five for Hill from Fremantle? Yeah. Because uh, they've, they've come out and said, if you want him, this is what it's going to cost you. Yeah, I. Uh, to be honest, I never really paid much attention to him when he played for Fremantle. No, I, um, I think they said he was almost all Australian. Like he made the initial forty, so he's had a good yeah. year. Yeah, but Fremantle got him for pick twenty-three, and he he has nominated us as well. So yeah, he nominated yeah. us in July, I think. So that yeah. that might well be Ross and and the way he can sometimes alienate players. Yes. But, um, yeah. It'd be interesting to yeah. see whether uh, once they choose their new coach, whether he changes his mind and wants to stay. Oh, I read that his, he, his partner and himself, they've um, uh, had a child and, and she's looking at going home closer to family who can help her out. Oh, uh, yeah, that explains it, yeah. Yeah, so he signed a three-year contract. He's still got two years to go and he's gone, you know, I want to go back to Melbourne. And because the Saints have got loads of cash to splash, he's gone, St Kilda, would you mean? Thank you. Um, and, uh, uh, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, that, and the funny thing is that um, Paddy Ryder toured Moravan and Essendon, and he said the enthusiasm at, the, at Moravan was how he made his decision. And then you have yeah. Keith also toured Moravan and the Bulldogs, and he's gone. He liked the way the Bulldogs had set themselves up. So whether it's a dollar amount or, or the genuinely looking at something and going, yeah, I can see myself fitting in. Yeah. I think with Ryder, I think he also said that the um, the drugs uh, scandal, um, you know, when they got injected and all that, uh, left a bad taste in his mouth. And oh, I was surprised he admitted to the facilities, to be yeah, honest. I was too. I wouldn't have gone back there after that. No, no. What do we do um, if, if he if he does get to St Kilda? It, are we going to play him and Marshall in the same side? I read he, he said like a 50-50 split rucking, and I'm going no, 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 because um, once you take uh, Marshall from where he's playing well and saying, look, you know, half the time rucking and then half the time playing as a forward, I think he will start to lose his effectiveness and um, he'll regress, perhaps end up back at Sandringham and 
in a year or two when Ryder's ready to retire, Marshall will be looking for a different team and then we will be just have no one. Yeah, because if he if Marshall goes, spends a lot of time forward and doesn't kick a, a buckload of goals yeah. and, uh, and his stats from being on the ball and rocking and all that will be down as well because he won't be spending so much time there, then... Yes. You know, yeah, people will start saying, well, maybe he's not as good as we thought he was going to be or, or something well, like that. second in the best and fairest by one vote, and then if that's what they do, a 50-50 split, and he doesn't, like, get many votes the next year, you can point it at the fact that this is where it went wrong. Yeah. That, um, you know, he, he, I know he needs a rest, Um but, uh, uh, yeah, I reckon it should be more 70, 30 or 80, 20. Yes. That, uh, that, um, is Ryder good enough to be thrown forward for majority of the game? He has kicked goals. I think that someone threw, threw it up and his statistics for Ruckman kicking goals was elite. Like, um, oh. you know, he had lots of other average performances yeah. or very good. But his goal kicking, I think, was elite. But um, yeah, so he can go forward and take a mark. I think he might kick two or three against Kilda when we played them uh, in Shanghai or wherever it was. Yeah, everybody does we that. They do tend to make some players look good. They do. Yeah. Um, do. But, um, Sam Gray is uh, from Port Adelaide, is potentially going to go to St Kilda as well. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm thinking, but why? Like, yeah. if if we've got Parker and Long and Loney and um, Young, who who came in and you know played a, a pretty good game, and yeah. and um, we've also got some Billings, and we've got um, oh, his name escapes me. We're 35. Help me out. Um, uh. Javiesque at times. Langlands? Uh, yeah. Is it Langlands? I can see. No, no, no. Um, no, my mind's blank. But um, he was the only elite player we had with championship data about three years ago. Because oh, he played on the wing and he played Sinclair. There it is. Yeah, so if we've got those five, we're saying if we bring grain, none of these players are good enough to play that position. Yeah. Well, I made a list this morning of possible forwards, not counting Gray, and I went with yes. uh, Loney, Parker, Young, Long, Akers, Sinclair, Hine, Patton, Kent, Gresham, Billings, Membry, King, maybe Hill if Hill comes, uh, Bruce if he stays, and Paddy McCartan if he plays on. And they're all fighting for six spots. So, yeah. um, why would you bring in Sam Gray to add to that list? That's what I'm thinking. And I, I think Paddy should probably be paid out and we'll look after him because yeah. if we put him on the ground and he got concussed again, we, we'll, the club would be the worst in the world, especially yeah. if something serious came of it. I think we just. Um, Wish him the best, thank him for his games at St Kilda and it just unfortunately didn't work out. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Um, 
Yes. Um, and uh, the guy Jones from Sydney. Yes. I've heard his name as a possible uh, transfer in. Yeah. And, and I think after I read that, I did think there were a few AFL clubs scratching their heads wondering how we're going to do all these things because we've given away our second and third round draft choices. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do it unless we're going to trade players. Yes. Um, so we've got pick five and the next one is about pick 40. Yep. Now, what you did... Strange question. If it does rain, does it suit Greater Western or Richmond? Mm, I, I think it would probably suit Richmond. Okay. Um, because I think they're a, a tougher side than Greater Western. Yes. Uh, the ball. I was only thinking that Richmond have a system that they play. Now, if they have, like, a really shocking weather day, does that affect the system? Because if they're used to precise kicks and things, that all flies out the door if the ball's wet and slippery. Then it becomes kind of a toss-up as to, you know, which team get in front. And as I said to my uh, mate that supports Collingwood, if you kick three goals to three-quarter time of a prelim, it's going to be hard to win that match. Yes. Uh, they almost took it out, but, um, you know, he just said, wasted year. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, I'd be upset losing a prelim, but the fact that our season would still have been going for a couple of weeks, I could do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, look, and losing a prelim 14th or something. Yes. Yeah. All right, so, yes, any other trades have you heard? So we've got uh, Peter uh, Tomlinson from GWS gets a mention every now and again, but I don't no. think we're actually after him. No, I don't think he fills a need. No. Um, I did read on Bigfooty someone suggested that Robertson's going to give it another try next year. Oh, well, I hope so. So whether he's had surgery or he's had the okay from a doctor or, or whatever, I guess pre-season next year training drills and then like um, practice match simulation, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And we have got Joyce Austin and Claverino as young yes. defenders, so uh, I don't see the point in getting Tomlinson. No. Um, Jenk? From Adelaide. Uh, don't think we need him. But I, I don't want him. No, he kicks a lot of goals from leaving his player and being at the back where people just kick it over to him and he waltzes into an open goal. I guess yeah. it's clever. But, um, how does that work if his player runs down the field, passes off someone, and they kick a goal? Yeah, exactly. Because He's gone the other direction. Yeah. Uh, to me, yeah. he looks like a so, forward doesn't work hard enough. No, no. Um, I hate to cast aspersions, but is there something wrong with Essendon? Because if Joe Danaher and Fantasia and uh, other players are looking to leave, is that um, a bad sign? I think so. I think... Um not only are those players looking to leave, but 
they had some very ordinary games this year where uh, players looked uninterested at yes. times. Um, when they were a chance to make the uh, play in the finals, but they, yep. you know, it's like they weren't switched on or something. So I don't know what's going on there. It's obviously not a happy oh. place. I only, I'm only just thinking of the guy who does their trades and how difficult he can be. Oh, yeah, he's a pain, so. He is, and he'll hold everything up until the last possible minute yeah. to say, yes, we won the trade, when it when it should be a case of we both walk out happy that we've done a, a good deal. Yeah. I think he likes to make himself important. Oh, I think he does. Yeah, he likes to stretch it out to the last moment and then sort of give in or whatever, not give in, but hope the other side gives more than they should. Yes, yeah. Like um, with the Carlisle deal. Um, yes. Uh, you know, I, I like um, I, I can't even remember the player that they got. I don't think he's playing senior football. But we're very happy with Gretchen and Carlisle. So, um, yeah. yeah, in hindsight, I, I think we can look back and say, yeah, we, we, we did a good trade there. Yeah. Uh, they got, was it Parrish, I think? No, he was, he, that's, that's always been the bugbear, like with David King saying, we should have taken Parrish uh, instead of Carlisle and Gresham. But we had pick five and Essendon had pick four. And they picked Parish before us, so it was never going to happen that we would be able to pick Parish because right. we didn't we didn't have the pick before Essendon. If we had, we probably would have picked Parish because I think he's a Mad Keen or used to be a Mad Keen Saint supporter. We we would have drafted him, but we did not have the pick. And still, David King goes on about. Um, you know, the poor trade that we did. Yes. It's like uh, last season when uh, we didn't get Tom, uh, not Thompson, um, uh, Stevenson's that went to Collingwood. Um, yes. So we, and we should have picked him, but Collingwood had to pick the door. Uh, hold on a sec. Yep. Phone call. Where were we? Sorry. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, Stevenson. We... Uh, we couldn't get in because uh, Collingwood had the pick before us. So yes, yes, and we would have. I think we would have taken him. I know he's yeah. got like a heart complaint, but um, um, and I think we can look at King and Bytel as two new recruits because they've been on the long term injury list. They'll be yep. looking to play senior football. So yeah, yeah, I think yes. um, it'll be uh, exciting for those two. Um, Having them in the side or potentially in the side. Yes. Especially with King, might actually bring in a few more members, knowing that he might be playing. So. Yes, we had a good year with members, but uh, we win some games and have someone that, you know, is Lockett esque that can take a big mark and kick goals. Yeah, might bring a bit of excitement to the club. Yeah. Now, my apologies, Peter, but I'm going to have to cut the uh, podcast short. No, that's um, okay. Uh, yes, so we'll have to uh, do another one after the uh, draft period is over, the trading rather than drafting. I know nothing yep. about the other 
kids, but yeah, the trading. And um, I know the amazing race is coming up soon, so I'll keep my eye out. Yep. Okay. Oh, thanks for today. It was great. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in.